So welcome to our podcast today on the benefits and challenges of enabling schools to become asthma friendly schools. Um, I'm joined by Heather and Emily um, in relation to our tips and challenges that we hope to discuss and share with you during this podcast about how we can support schools to become asthma friendly. I'm sure you will all be aware that Ask About Asthma Week is really about raising the awareness of the three simple things that we can put into place um, to ensure children and young people with asthma have a written asthma action plan. They are using their inhalers effectively and correctly and they have an annual asthma review alongside a further review if they have had an asthma attack. So Emily, can I ask you perhaps first of all about any challenges that you've faced in terms of implementing and supporting schools becoming asthma friendly? Thanks Alison. I'm Emily Gilmont Ferry and I am the Children's Community Asthma Nurse for Newham. Um, my challenges uh, were around uh, timing, um, around the training for our colleagues in the school nursing service. Um, it was a very time-consuming project, a project to be part of, um, and uh, trying to uh, enable large swathes of training um, over a short period of time, um, and the negotiation between the two teams was quite quite um, challenging at times. However, um, because of the pandemic, we kind of overcame that by uh, going digital and doing it all online. And so that was a really great help to the challenge that we had in trying to deliver a larger volume of training quite a short period of time. Thanks, Emily. I think I would echo actually some of what you've said in terms of um, one of the challenges I think we face as a team when we were trying to put asthma friendly programmes of, of work into place in Hillingdon was about developing a really effective relationship with the school nursing service. I'm certainly a children's respiratory and allergy nurse based in the acute hospital. So we fostered a lot of our time um, in embracing that so that we had an effective partnership working. And I think that has helped us enormously. Maybe Heather, you could um, share some of your tips for overcoming some of the challenges, which I think we've all shared, although we worked in, work in very different areas. Hi, so my name is Heather Robinson. I am a children young person's nurse and also a school nurse and I um, work in Newham. Um, I think I would echo my colleagues um, Emily and um, Alison around the challenges being uh, around fostering really great relationships between myself at the school health service and um, Emily's service and also we did lean and, and uh, reach out to Alison as well and, and kind of got some tips and ideas from Hillenden so we were really grateful for that. In terms of the challenges we've faced, um, it has really been being able to reach out to the, the sheer number of schools that we have in Newham and also the number of um, children and young people we have in Newham. We're a very large borough. Um, with our schools, um, they all have their own needs, their own priorities. And um, we know that there's an awful lot going on in schools at any one time. So it was just keeping it on the agenda with schools and making sure that regularly touch base with them to see how they were getting along with the process of becoming asthma friendly schools. Um, 
Initially, it was presenting at Head Teachers Forum. So we launched our asthma-friendly schools last September, so the 17th of September last year. And myself and a colleague presented at a Head Teacher Forum just to get it onto the agenda. And instantly, a whole number of schools reached out from that. And then subsequently throughout the year, I send reminder emails on a monthly basis to schools, some of them generic out to a mailing list and some of them, um, you know, attuned to that individual school's needs of things that I've become to know about them as, as we've worked together over the years. Um, a number of schools, you know, really forthcoming, really want to get on board and have become asthma friendly schools in a really, really short period of time. And others, it's been been a bit more of a challenge, a bit more of um, a hand-holding an approach with them. And of course, we still have a few schools who who really aren't quite there in terms of joining the process. But we're about 90% at the moment, and 90% of our schools are engaging with us with the asthma-friendly standards, which is amazing and we're really, really proud of. Thanks, Heather. I think um, just to mention, we've obviously have been trying to get in the area that I work in schools to become asthma friendly for some time now and all of our work as I think in Newham as well is based on the London asthma standards and the asthma friendly schools guide that is available to everyone. Um, I think getting the issue on the agenda as you say through the head teachers forums but also one of the approaches that we have used, which has been really helpful, is identifying the welfare assistant in every single school and actually targeting their, their that person individually. They are absolute gold dust and with the information and empowered with the right knowledge, they will take the lead with this in terms of then identifying an asthma lead, an asthma champion in school and really are on you know, absolutely hands on with identifying children then who are perhaps suboptimally controlled in terms of their asthma, but very often they are the driving force. So I think that's probably one tip that we would have is trying to get that relationship developed early, working really closely with the school nursing teams um, and all sharing and being on the same page in terms of what we're hoping to achieve. But I think like Newham and in Hillingdon, our focus and emphasis in terms of what we're hoping to achieve is based on the asthma standards um, that, which are outlined and available to all. Um, Emily, have you got any other things, perhaps tips that you or challenges that you have faced and then you've managed to overcome them perhaps in a, a novel way? Um Heather, to her credit, has dealt with a lot of the challenges. Um, for us, it's been being there to support our school nursing colleagues. Not a challenge, a pleasure every single day. It's, they've come to us appropriately after training to ask questions um, and to ask our support what needed, and we've been glad to help them out with that. Um, what we have noticed is by empowering and training the school nursing team not only in what they need to know to teach, but actually to give them a wider knowledge around asthma. Um, actually, they're problem solving the children that they would have referred to us. Um, and they're either referring at a much earlier um, point because they've identified that it's beyond normal control of asthma. Or they've gone straight in seeing those children because they now have increased capacity. 
and they are dealing with those children so that they don't ever get to asthma C and ST. They're dealt with appropriately and at a much earlier stage. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant news for the asthma CNS. It's brilliant news for children and, and families themselves because they're getting appropriate care at a much earlier age, a much earlier um, point of care. Thank you. I think we do, we have a similar approach, certainly in Hillingdon as well. We're identifying children much earlier with poor asthma control through the asthma friendly schools um, program being in place it's instrumental and key to picking up these children earlier before hopefully they become hospitalized so there's huge benefits um, to all schools for having um, asthma friendly policies in place now i'm sure your yourselves heather and emily like us have faced some challenges in respect of just a small number of schools that perhaps haven't been able to um, embrace the programme to date. My only comments would probably be a little bit like you, Heather. Sometimes it's a hand-holding experience of taking things steadily and slowly and a drip, drip, drip approach, um, supporting at the pace the school can take things. Or sometimes we have to face reality and I think ultimately all of us um, would not want to be faced with a child with a life-threatening episode. Um, so people understanding and appreciating the reality of asthma and why it is so very important that all staff are educated and empowered with more knowledge. I think all three of us certainly know and can honestly say that the children and actually the staff in schools benefit enormously from this. Certain school attendance improves and inhaler use in school that's not necessary goes down. So those are really significant benefits. Um, have you any experience? Certainly we have a mixture of state and independent schools within our borough. I think our approach has been the same to both of them in terms of the training, what's expected, how you need to achieve such criteria. I just wanted to add about, I think one of the things that I've most enjoyed is um, the ripple effect of the training. Um, so although, yes, I'm there and I'm training the workforce to support the children that are in that school, inevitably um, there will be people in the audience who have asthma. There will be people in the audience who have children who have asthma, have friends that have asthma. And so it's that, you know, yes, I am training to support them in the schools, but actually they take that information home and they, they support their own children, their own families and themselves with that new knowledge. And the amount of things that have come, you know, oh, I didn't realise that, um, you know, I would feel shaky after taking the inhaler. I thought that was just me. It put me off taking it. Oh, I didn't realise I had to use a spacer. My 15 year old has a yellow spacer with a face mask. So, you know, it, it's, the, it's the far reaching effects of being able to provide this asthma friendly schools training. And we've trained almost 3000 school staff in Newham this academic year, which and um, surveying them, I think it was around 60% had never had any form of asthma and allergy training before. And that's what this piece of work has been able to do. And it's gone through a full circle because Emily has um, parents coming into her clinic who have received my training as a member of staff and, and been like, you know, it was great. I've learned this. I'm doing this now. I'm doing this. So we're seeing we are seeing that benefit come through in a, in a way that I probably hadn't anticipated at the beginning. So I think that's one of the things that we've kind of expressed to 
school staff as well is, is the benefits that they can receive themselves as well as what they can do in the school. Um, and so we're really seeing benefits in that way as well. That's brilliant, Heather. The ripple effect is huge and certainly being based in the acute sector um, and running clinics, it has been absolutely wonderful to develop relationships with the schools because that gives parents a lot of confidence when they know that we're all connected and we're linking together to, to look after their children's asthma. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really enjoy sharing the information with parents as well. And we're, we're actually looking at um, seeing if we can get some um, parent-led training. So so obviously they'd be supported by a school nurse, but they would be supporting or, or, or you know, peer, parent, peer um, training of parents to other parents of children with asthma. So that's something we're thinking of getting started up as well, because we are seeing that benefit. I would say we're definitely seeing the ripple effect in asthma clinic um, with ourselves with the asthma nurses um, certainly parents seem to be more confident in schools dealing with asthma whereas before there were sort of rumblings about you know they weren't treating children right and they weren't giving blue at the right time those really seem to have come down a lot those grumbles really seem to have have, have declined and actually when parents do talk about that we do I do then speak to Heather to see whether that school has had their asthma friendly training and whether we need to go back and look at certain aspects of that again so it's really nice to have that parental feedback whether they realize it or not um, it really does help us um, pinpoint where uh, there are issues and uh, where we need to think again Okay, so I think um, we've tried to share um, some of the challenges and tips that we've faced to date. Um, I think certainly some of our schools, again, in relation to the ripple effect really, Heather, is that we've run a lot of parent and child workshops that the schools have then requested. It's that knock-on effect of people becoming educated and empowered about asthma care and actually, as you said earlier, I didn't realise that. What about this? What about that? Um, it, the benefits are really huge. Um, certainly, there are lots of other podcasts and webinars happening this week. So do try and join them if you haven't done so far. They are all available. And certainly, we are, would be happy to share and discuss things any further with people if they would like to get in touch. So thank you, Heather and Emily, um, for catching up Thanks. in relation to this podcast. And good luck in the next academic school year. <laughs>